Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curbside Podcast, the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff, I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I am your uh, Southern Californian Taiwanese American. What's up everybody, name's Parth, living up here in Bay Area, drive a 2016 M3, yeah, that's what I drive. Uh, Andrew's not here today, he has a job on like... Some of us. Yeah, why are you not here, Andrew? Freaking he's, working, he's got man. A, he's, he's, yeah, yeah, dude. Why you got responsibilities and a job and bills to pay, bro? It's coffee time also, and I'm out of coffee. So that's the sad part. Oh, yeah. Coffee that's time a- without coffee. So I was recently thinking, right, how... You know, I feel like car companies these days aren't thinking outside the box enough. No, they're not. You know, here's what I mean, okay? Uh-huh. You know, You know all the technologies we have these days? Yeah. We have, like let's say basically self-driving you know tesla does the subbiting feature and whatnot Mm -hmm. Uh, we have all these like cars with facial recognition and like fingerprint recognition so they know who's there you know and then we've got like tesla has like their sentry mode uh where they can Mm -hmm. basically record uh if someone's trying to break into your car or if someone's like in the car or all that sort of jazz and I thought to myself, th- this is like the perfect opportunity that uh, I think the people at these car companies are missing out on. And it's this. We, we know that people who steal cars or steal any property that's not theirs are bad mm. people, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they, they, we don't like them. Yeah. And with this technology that we have, why don't we do this, Okay. You have people get in the car who uh-huh. are trying to steal the car. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And since we have facial recognition and yeah. fingerprint scanning, okay, uh-huh. we know who this person is. If they're not the driver, cool. They're starting to steal the car. They get in the car. Now, the uh-huh. car automatically locks the doors. Okay. Okay. It starts recording... The person at the driver's seat right, uh-huh. sends you a notification, you know, uh, that your car is being stolen and I'll give you all the information and whatnot. And now we have self-driving, right? Yes. And then the car drives off with uh-huh. the perp. <laughs> yeah. To jail? Into the ocean. Oh, into the ocean. Why <laughs> do you have to lose the car? <laughs> why, do we dri- why do we drive him to the nearest police precinct? No, no, no. Into the ocean. Or, <laughs> you know, into a tree. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> hey, man. One thing I hate more than getting stolen from isn't uh-huh. the fact that I'm losing stuff. It's that, you know that feeling of justice was not served? Yeah. In that case, justice will be served. By the death penalty. <laughs> hey, man, you stole my car. You steal my car, you die. <laughs> That's how <laughs> I feel. <laughs> you, you know... As much as, you know, that's an ethical problem, it's also a financial problem because you have a fantastic idea up until the point you said driving to the ocean. Because, see, 
the insurance companies with how many cars get stolen exactly okay they're not gonna pay out for every That's... car that gets totaled or driven into the ocean well you see there's the problem okay there is a problem uh-huh. That's the insurance company's fault. Insurance yeah. be theft. Yeah, right. I mean that's a given. Insurance in this country yeah, is like, a fraud. Like, yeah, it's like the DMV. Like there's no, the only people worse than the DMV is probably the insurance companies. And yeah. The only reason for that is because they take money away from me or for us from us. Because, I mean, if okay, think about yeah. it. All right, okay. Insurance, mm-hmm. in theory, it's a fantastic idea, right? It helps people be respond. It forces people to be financially responsible. Because yes. ideally, if you were, uh, you know, a smart man, unlike mm. us, uh, yeah. <laughs> you would be putting aside money just in case you got into an accident. And if it's your fault, you could pay for someone else's car and pay for the damages on your car. Yeah. Right. Uh, having insurance and being forced to have insurance basically is that ba- it's like your bank account for, you know, having yeah. funds to fix your car and other people's cars. Noble yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. Except, we've got this thing called a deductible, right? You, basically, like, you don't have to pay anything past your deductible, right? Yeah. Well, a deductible on my insurance is $1,000. Nice. Yeah, I'm like, great, man. Good. So, you're saying that you're not paying... A lot of damage, that if the car is even, like worth that much at that point a lot of damage is usually under a thousand dollars yes and see this is this is where you do the scheming of the insurance companies where if it is under a thousand dollars you take a hammer you bust a headlight you bust a tail light you bust something else yeah it was fucked up from the beginning man i don't know what you're talking about but that's insurance fraud dude no but you get if you don't tell them it's not (laughs) what do you mean bro they weren't you know, there. How would they know? Yeah, that's it. if they don't know, it's not, it's not insurance, insurance fraud. It's like it's not a crime unless you're caught, right? Yes. Okay. That that makes perfect sense to me. All right. Next time, if Parth gets in an accident, Geico or Liberty Mutual or whatnot, you better watch out for this guy. Hey, no, fuck hammers. you. <laughs> I don't own hammers. Don't own any hammers. No hammers here. No, yeah, but yes, I get what you're saying about the deductible stuff. It, and then, okay, and then yeah. you get into an accident, right? Yeah. And they start charging you more money. Yeah. So at what point, like, insurance is that thing that you pay for and you never want to use. Right? And here's another thing. When you are in a situation where if you've been in an accident or whatever, I feel like, at least car guys... You want to be <laughs> in an accident where it's great enough of an accident where you don't, you know, like where, or it's not as much of an accident where you don't die, right? You don't yeah. want to die or get injured, but you want it to be enough of an accident where the car gets totaled. Exactly. <laughs> because uh, for two, two reasons. One, you get a brand new car. Uh-huh. Two, any car guy doesn't want to fix. Like, if, imagine you like got hit in the front end, right? And yeah. you had to fix the quarter panel or something. You know, as a car guy, it's never going to be paint match the same. It's yeah. never going to be the same fitting on it. It's yeah. it's never going to be the same, right? So you always hope you're in an accident where you don't die. But if you do or in an accident, that the car gets totaled. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, that's yeah. the only time insurance is worth it. Right? Yeah. Like, if you're ever in a fender bender or something, you're just like, fuck, dude. Like, that's yeah, just... You, I may as well hit that guy harder. 
right? Like at this point, it's like I'm paying insurance so I could, you know, save money. Apparently, when you get into an accident. Yeah. But at this point, if you get into an accident and you still have a deductible, your basic and, and your 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 premiums and rates go up. Yes. You end up paying for that damage yourself, anyways. Excuse me. What are you for, insurance? It's except for taking my money. That that's what they're for. You know? Yeah, that's ba- that's basically what they're like. My my cousin was talking about how in Taiwan, it's because mm-hmm. like you know labor is cheaper in Taiwan. But yeah, you get into an accident, you have insurance. Insurance will pay for it. Mm-hmm. My my cousin's his brother. He he accidentally ran into like a pole and it kind of like took out the whole like right side of his car you know it dented Uh the side rocker paddle it dented one of the doors it dented one of like the front door and whatnot insurance paid for all of it nice did did those premiums go up or anything no 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 so insurance worked how insurance is supposed to work in theory yes (laughs) i mean that's just the whole thing in this country in general i mean not just auto insurance but you know you can get into the more politically charged uh, topic of medical insurance and all that stuff but insurance in this country in general is a joke it's a, it's, like, it's a big fraud dude they're just here to steal people's money so let's go back to the original thing you were talking about which was your idea yes you uh-huh. see now why my plan makes sense yeah because insurance ain't gonna do shit so you kind of just have to take matters into your own hand kind of thing the the man steals your car your car is probably damaged somehow and insurance isn't gonna pay for that amount of damage so yeah you get justice on the man who steals your car yeah and justice from the insurance companies you know i thought didn't tesla if somebody does get into your car tesla doesn't lock your their door the doors no that's not i don't think so i mean it's a such an easy idea like why hasn't a company especially like tesla done it because they already have sentry mode yeah so another a funny story about sentry mode also i think I still think it's kind of a gimmick because yeah. uh, I, I was uh, I was someplace I was at flight school the last week or something, and I was parked right next to a Tesla. And I came out. I was gonna get into my car and the regular parking space, right? Um, so nothing like no huge space, but not too small space. And as I was walking to the driver's side of my car, I opened the door, and then the lights of the Tesla were like doot doot. They flashed, right? I was yeah. like, oh, the fuck? I was like, I didn't hear the car unlock or something. Like, Somebody's coming to the car. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? The lights stayed on, like, yeah. you know, the, the DRLs and stuff. And I was like, what the hell's going on? So I turn around and I look on the big fucking iPad in the middle of the screen. And it said, sentry mode active. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I ain't trying to break into your car. Why is the sentry <laughs> mode active? Like, I'm not, I'm just near the car. Why is that even, like, on right now? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, that's what I hate was, about sentry mode, dude. And does, it, does the owner get a notification when the sentry mode goes off? I don't know. I think it may be after a certain point. Okay. So unless I start actually breaking the car, this is not going to go send a notification. Because I was like, I would be so annoyed as the owner if I got a notification for every time. Like if I went to a mall and I parked yeah. the car. Like every time somebody comes and parks next to my car and gets in or out, I'm going to be getting a notification. I'll be freaked the shit out. Like, hey, someone's stealing your car. Hey, someone's right? stealing exactly. your car. Hey, someone's stealing your car. And then it becomes like a boy, you know, the boy who cried wolf kind of thing where you won't believe it when it actually happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I was like, what the hell is the point of this? So that's I had that thought when I was like, because I saw the entry mode go off. First, I was pissed because I was like, I'm not a criminal. And then second, I was like, well, if I was the owner, I'd be pissed because this thing just keeps going off if somebody gets near your car. Yeah. 
Like, that, that's what's annoying. Like, every time I walk in my dog and I pass by, like, the neighbor's Tesla is parked on the, the driveway. Sentry mode goes off. He's like, Dink. I'm like, bruh, let me walk my freaking dog. Shut up, dude. God Shut damn, up. Dude. This is, see, this is the beginning of iRobot type shit, bro. Where are you going? He's like, I'm walking my dog. So why not put this technology into, like, good use, you know? You yeah. know, with my idea. But here's the problem. So you have the fingerprint scanner in the car, right? Yeah. Say, for example, you say, hey, Parth, let me borrow your Tesla. I'm like, okay, man, you can borrow the Tesla. I give you the key that lets you in or whatever, the wallet thing, shit, the card. Yeah, man. You get in the car, but then you can't start it because you don't have the fingerprint. Hold, hold on. And man. then all of a sudden, you're locked in my car. <laughs> about to be thrown off an ocean, a cliff into the ocean. It, 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 I would hope that the car has the technology to be like, hey... This guy's borrowing my car. Uh, here you go. For like so-and-so days. And it, man, if your friend doesn't give your car back after so-and-so days, that, like he promised. He's dead. He's hey, man. Die. That's on him, man. <laughs> Holy shit. See, I think that's why we need to just modify. Plus, there's, a little, the, there's government entities that won't approve your method. I think if you just modify it a little bit to where it takes you to a police precinct. That'll be better, but that's le- that's le- that's less justice, you know. Yeah, but you can't decide that. <laughs> Why not? Person stealing my car, I think, is a bad person. Jesus Christ, man! Watch <laughs> out, guys! If you steal okay. Jeffrey's car, you're catching a bullet, man, right now. <laughs> okay, fine. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Fine. Since you're not gonna allow me, to I'm have, it's not. It's not me. It's not me. Justice, I don't... <laughs> you know yeah. that 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 car thieves deserve. Uh-huh. How about this? We just make them super uncomfortable on the way to the p- police precinct. So you know how Mercedes has those the the, the scents, you know the scents in their S yes. classes. Yes. So uh, they have a, a bad scent one, like, yeah, like yeah. farts or some farts shit. and skunk and skunk. And like yeah, yeah. Diarrhea then, all combined together. Heat to max. Heat to or max. Depending depending on the temperature. If it's cold, AC to max, and then if it's oh, yeah. hot, heat to max. Right. Uh-huh. So. And then the fart smells, and then yes. the stereos blast with the bass exactly. up to like a hundred. Yeah, yes. yeah. So the with guy like some arrives. Like heavy metal, like like shit. <laughs> you know. So the guy arrives at the police precinct, battered, just absolutely battered. He arrives <laughs> deaf. He's vomiting and he's sweating the crap. Like if there was oh, if like just have spotlights in the car too that just only activate if someone like steals your car so it, it max blast into their eyeballs because exactly. all the cars have screens now right so center yeah. screen the dash screen they just illuminate because he doesn't need to see any information just bright white illumination exactly just, just like in his face like a brightness level that can't be touched yeah stock like it has to be a specific mode for when it's getting stolen exactly and, so so or, it's- or strobing effect that way jeffrey you can have a little bit of a uh, what is it called? Justice, in your words, uh, in case the guy is uh, prone to seizures, that he may get a seizure. You know, it's like he should have read the fine print. <laughs> exactly. The- if you steal my car, there's risk of this. He just put it on the window too, yeah. so people are less inclined to. If, Vomiting if you seizures. steal my car, you will get a seizure. You will vomit. You will you will sweat. Deaf. You will be deaf and blind by the yeah. time you show up automatically at the police department <laughs> yeah see and see that's that's fair because you warned them 
And then you can have that warning because you don't want to be driving around with that warning 24-7. You can have it so that, you know how these days they have the HUD where it projects information, but it only does it for like the driver's side. You can probably uh-huh. like engineer it so it projects out, you know? So that mm-hmm. you lock the car, doors get locked, that mode gets active, let's call it sentry mode, we'll steal Tesla's idea. And then the little projection comes up on like the driver's side window that with that warning. <laughs> I think this is fair justice for car thieves that should be implemented into future cars, which I'm kind of afraid of saying because Elon will probably do it if you. No, I mean, I would, I would, I would not be surprised if, I mean, I know Elon doesn't listen to this podcast, but if Elon ever got this idea himself or something, I don't, I could see that being in Teslas. And then it'll be like, eventually people, the criminals will know never to steal a Tesla. And then afterwards they should make the Teslas taunt them. Just open the doors automatically. Like, hey, you want to steal this? <laughs> imagine, imagine that's the new thing for Teslas. You go somewhere, you press lock, and all the doors open. <laughs> <laughs> Come, <laughs> steal me. <laughs> but what if there's like, because you know, car thieves adapt too. They're, yes, some of them are smart people. What if they like? Because, like, apparently, like, car thieves these days can actually... Because, you know, technically, cars like Teslas, BMWs, Mercedes, these kind of high-end luxury kind of cars, mm. they they are hard to steal anyway right now because of, like, how their, like, locks are designed and the anti-theft stuff and the engine immobilizers and all that kind of stuff. And But thieves are able to still steal them right now because they're able to, like, fucking just plug into the OBD, do some hacking shit, you know? And then, yeah. boom, they're good to go. See, that's what I'm saying, man. First idea. You send them <laughs> into an ocean or a tree. They have no more time to try to adapt. <laughs> you but, see? No, but, like, okay, maybe. No, I mean, not maybe. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I'm thinking out loud here, man. You know, we'll work out the kinks eventually. It'll be fine. Patent pending here. The Curbside Podcast Anti-Theft Measures. All right. Shall we uh, move on to our uh, break? Brack. All right. It's break time. Uh, As always, you can check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com. Uh, where you'll find links to all our platforms uh, and, you know, where we are. We also have a YouTube channel. Go look up the Curbside Podcast on YouTube and subscribe there. We have, like, 200-something subs. Woo-hoo. Yeah, and uh, email us for any kind of email needs, inquiries, whatever. The email is thecurbsidepodcast at gmail.com. And also, check us out on Sapien. We have a tribe there. It's kind of uh, something that we're starting to grow. We're... On, on Sapiens Network, and it's a new and upcoming, you know, social media platform. Basically, they're doing a lot of good stuff over there. So check us out on Sapien. That's Sapien Network. Yep. And also, as always, you can find us on our typical uh, social media platforms: Instagram at the Curbside Podcast, uh, Twitter at Curbside Pod, and Facebook at Facebook.com/slash the Curbside Podcast. Yeah. And with that, let's go back to the show. The new. All right, news time. News time. News time. While we're on the topic of uh, Elon and his uh, mischievous doings, Tesla has recently announced a price drop for their Model S. 
uh, you know, with the recent news of like Lucid coming out with their seventy some thousand dollar car, which will end up being like sixty something thousand after the seventy five hundred tax break. Uh, I feel like you know Tesla has been eyeing that and saying we need to drop our prices. So uh, Elon, being Elon, uh, has dropped the price of the Tesla Model S to sixty nine thousand four hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking meme, this guy, dude. <laughs> uh, when I first saw the news, I was like, no freaking way. Bro, Someone I saw the news through up, memes. Dude. I saw yeah. the news through memes. It was like, Elon Musk dropped the price to 69420. Nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, dude, this is not real. So I go up to their website. It's literally the first thing that pops up. You go to Tesla.com, and it just says <laughs> Model S starting at $69,420, dude. The funny part is, like, all the people that really can't afford these Teslas have no idea what the fuck they have. With the, Probably, with, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. This, this guy, I don't understand how I feel about this guy. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say like, I like him. I don't like him. I like him. I don't like him. I hate him. I think this guy's a genius. Like, what, what is going on? Elon is this just dude that he's a he's a massive troll with a massive amount of money. Seriously, he so is. A, yeah. he, he's like the type of person that would run one of those like 4chan or those kind of like like so, like some Reddit post or something. Except yeah. he's a guy that's like fucking made it, but he's still that internet troll at heart. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like he's like, how do I set the internet on fire today? Six two nine four twenty for the price of a bottle less. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that was uh, that was just the Tesla news. That's nice, nice. Uh, and moving on from that to a more electric car news. I feel like that's going to become a norm now, dude. Just more and more electric stuff. Of course, dude. But here's one that I actually think I would like. It's not very, you know car enthusiast interesting but it's interesting for my uh it's nice for my ears in the morning uh mac trucks has uh created their first electric garbage truck interesting here's why i like this okay the garbage truck comes in the morning uh, around my neighborhood and they're the freaking loudest things in the world that's very true yes the, the diesel engines are just massively loud right that's where yeah. most of the noise come from the other really? one is I mean, the other one is the the freaking arm that grabs yeah, I, I the grabs the, the trash can and starts like shaking it around. Yeah, dude, I think, <laughs> I, I think it's the arm, dude. They grab, dan, 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 just keep freaking doing that, and they do it like five times. I'm like, bro, the fucking can's empty. Like, what are you doing? Like, and then these shitters, like, they don't even place the can down like nicely. They go, dog, dog, and then they just throw that. They yeet that bitch with that arm, dude. And then all the. No, because I also live in a cold oh, right? Yeah, so just I'm like, holy shit. They literally try to be the loudest people at that point in your life. Dude, so so basically with this electric one, I, I just imagine it wouldn't be the beep beep. It'll just be suddenly beep beep clunk 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 clunk. I guess we are reducing the noise. Uh, it's got a peak output of 496 horsepower. Holy shit. Wait, do okay. all of these things have that much horsepower? Uh, I have no idea, but but let me tell you this. Okay. Uh-huh. Torque. Torque. 4,051 pounds-feet of torque. 
I don't want to race that off the line. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's an electric car, it's going to be from zero RPM. You get all 4,051 torques, dude. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> You're going to lose in a drag race in your M3 to a freaking garbage To a garbage fucking garbage truck. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I hell no. I'm not gonna. So yeah, that's that's a uh, that's that's gonna. So be... Mac Mac is actually making this. Yeah, Mac Trucks is testing it out, and I think they're planning on trying to put it into uh, into the fleet as soon as they can. Look forward to a little bit less noisy streets, I guess. You know, no more garbage trucks making that much noise. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Why can't we have the noises like Taiwan garbage trucks? What What did they do? So, so in Taiwan, the garbage trucks, they just notify you uh, of uh, of when they're passing by, and then you just go out and chuck your trash into it, like the back. No way. way. No yeah, way. Dude. It's your responsibility for the, you to go outside yeah, yeah, and yeah. throw it. Yeah. <laughs> so you hear it, and it's like, oh, trash truck is coming. But it's, I think the best thing is, if you're American, you'd be so yeah. confused, because you'll go there, uh-huh. and the sound they play to let you know that they're coming... Uh-huh. Is basically the ice cream truck tune. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's like, oh, the ice. It's an American. You go there, imagine you know you were living there for a little bit. Oh, it's the ice cream truck. I'm gonna get some Taiwanese ice cream. Go out there. It's a garbage truck. You're like, what the fuck is going on, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, uh, if you guys don't believe me, look that up. That's it's an actual thing. I don't believe you. I'm gonna look that up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, well, uh, we were talking about some uh, uh, economical and electrical and good-for-the-environment cars. Let's switch it up a bit. 2021 Bentley Flying Spurs now available with a V8. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. So it's, it's going to be a 4-liter V8 that produces 542 horsepower and 569 pound-feet of torque. And uh, it does use uh, the cylinder deactivation technology for uh, you know better efficiency. But it, it's, another, it's, a, it's a different option to the W12. That mm. comes in the regular flying spur, and we talked about the flying spur on the show before, and we love it. It looks fantastic. I I yeah. I love this car. I think it looks amazing. Under three thousand RPM, forward cylinders will turn off at all. Oh, times. so it's a. <laughs> I've got a four cylinder Bentley. I got a four cylinder under three k. I got an eight cylinder over three k. <laughs> <laughs> you do get a benefit performance wise, actually, from going to the V eight. You save two hundred and twenty really? pounds. Oh, that makes sense. You got right. What? Four less, four less cylinders, cylinders. yeah, <laughs> and it, it's a V instead of the W, so probably less like you know mechanical shit that's needed for it. But two hundred twenty pounds, man, that's like a good sized human just removed from your car. I mean, it is. This is going to be the cheaper one. It'll start at one hundred ninety eight thousand uh, dollars, which is cheaper than the W twelve model. Yeah. But what I'm thinking is, if you lose two hundred twenty pounds off of a fifty five fifty five hundred pound car. You might not actually see too much of a loss in terms of performance. I mean, first of all, nobody's buying this car in terms of performance anyway. So um, that's not really the main concern. Um, But if you were buying this car and you were concerned that my V8 may not be as fast as the W12, I think it may not be too much of a difference or as impactful. 220 pounds, you know, that's nice, but... I, I, if I get in the car, I just undo basically almost all the work Bentley did by, by <laughs> but, taking up those 220 pounds. But if you go and sit in the W12 model, right? True then, then, true. then see, that's the difference. Exactly. So, But I think the W12 has enough power to move me along. 
So the difference in horsepower, the W12 made 626, and this V8 produces 542. Yeah, you see, I, I need the extra, what is that, like 70-some horsepower? <laughs> <laughs> to move that 220 pounds? <laughs> yeah, dude, like after all this quarantine weight I've gained, definitely yeah. like, yeah. Who would buy, I, I mean, to be honest with you, if you're buying a Bentley Flying Spur, you're buying it because it's a fucking Bentley and it looks good and it's luxury and luxurious as hell, right? Yeah. Why would I pay for the extra W12? Because mm-hmm. I'm not, bro, I, I don't think me... In somebody is in a car like this could tell the difference between 542 horsepower and 626, man. <laughs> it's more bragging rights. Also, as I said before, uh-huh. the car needs that extra horsepower to push me along. <laughs> I guess. So, okay, if you weigh 220 pounds and you have want the bragging rights, then go for the W12. If not, <laughs> then go for the V8 because, you know... It, you lose some pounds and then it's good. Or you can just go on a diet. You know, that also, I'm, and that's me saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's the that's the new uh, news on the Flying Spur. Some news about Jim Gymkhana and Subarus. Um, so Subaru is going to be making a custom carbon body WRX STI for Travis Pastrana. And Travis Ooh. Patrana is actually taking over Ken Block and Jim Connor Eleven. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, so, is is he a permanent replacement or? Uh, that it doesn't say, but it says for Jim Connor Eleven. Ooh. So I I don't know if it's for the entire thing, but uh, Subaru's claimed it's gonna spit fire. So nice. That's sick. Love that. Thank you, Subaru. I like that. That I like how that's one of the. Like the, 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 <laughs> the talking points for Subaru, yeah. yeah. It's, hey, it's gonna fire. spit fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no real technical specs right now for this WRX STI, but in the past it shows that Jim uh, Jim Connor Ken Block has driven 530 horsepower, 566 horsepower, and 611 horsepower uh, Subaru WRX STI models. So and that was all back in like early like 2006, 2009. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's this, been a couple years since then. So. So and just by looking at this, I think it's going to be making quite a lot of horsepower. Yeah. Quite a lot yeah, more that, than. But again, again, who cares about horsepower? It spits flames. <laughs> it spits flames. Exactly. So that's <laughs> that's the thing. And the other thing that got me excited is a Jim Connor Eleven coming. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's exciting. Right, I mean, I mean Travis Petrano, he's pretty sick at what he does, but obviously we're gonna miss Ken Block for this one. But yeah, look forward to a WRX STI driven by Travis Pastrana, Volkswagen, the liars. I mean, what? So <laughs> <laughs> VW reveals that uh, a 296 horsepower GTI Club Sport, which has been tuned on the Nurburgring, which James May will not like. He <laughs> hates every car that's tuned on the Nurburgring. Uh, so VW calls this the flagship of his GTI lineup, and it has 68 more horsepower and a special Nürburgring mode. But it's only for Europe. And it is news it's only for matter. Europe? It doesn't matter. It's only for Europe. All right. It's only for... Get it off the screen. We don't need it. <laughs> I, I don't understand that, man. I mean, is there really not a market for these cars here anymore? I, like, I, I see a lot I'm, of Golfs. Americans don't like hatchbacks. But, I mean, That's you still thing. see, like... You the, still you see know, some... But yeah. how often, though? I mean, I feel like a lot of the guys that are kind of want to get into performance cars, they, some of them do go down the golf route instead of you know maybe the Subaru BRZ or stuff like that. Americans don't like hatchbacks and wagons to start yeah. off, 
and then an even smaller amount of them are car enthusiasts. Yeah. So I guess it's just, I guess it's just not a viable market here because I don't know. I don't. People are crazy. They they don't want us to have that choice. They want us to keep buying WRX STIs. Yes. And All right. BRZs. So Volkswagen, you disappoint us once again. Yeah. All right, well, that's going to be our show for this week. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. Uh, you can check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com. There will be links there uh, to a Libsyn page where it has links to all our other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcasts, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, and so on. Uh, rate us, if you can, on the platform you listen to us on. Uh, that will help us out a bit. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. You, uh, you could look us up, YouTube, uh, the Curbside Podcast. Subscribe, like the videos, watch the videos, check them out, uh, share the show with your friends. That would be awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Check us out on the socials. Also, uh, sapien.network. Check us out on there. Uh, Facebook, check us out over there. Instagram, The Curbside Podcast. Twitter, at The Curbside Pod. Um, check us out on there. Yeah. And finally, thank you to, as always, to Kid Dope for the intro and outro to the show, Fast Cars and Wild Hearts. And my name's Jeff. I'm Parth. Remember, drive safe, and life is too short to drive boring cars.